everybody. It is Friday, November 4th. Welcome back to the Intersection Podcast, hosted by the Sports Society Initiative here at Ohio State. It's been a couple weeks, but I'm happy to be back. have a great guest on this week in Holly Wintering, who's the Big Ten Plus Assistant Production Manager here at Ohio State. She oversees a lot of the production and a lot of the shows that go on in terms of all the sports across Ohio State, including soccer, basketball, volleyball, and most recently, even getting on some football reps as well. Happy to have Holly on the podcast this week, and I hope everyone enjoys. Welcome back into the Intersection Podcast, and I'm very happy today to be joined by Holly Wintering. Holly is the Big Ten Plus Assistant Production Manager at Ohio State. Holly, thank you for coming in, and how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to get this um, podcast rolling and just good to talk this morning. Of course, of course, and of course, we had to get our coffees before. Uh, had to get a little wake-up call for me. I think I got the cake batter, very new to Duncan, so I'm really excited to try it. And as you see, it's already gone. I kind of must do that so quickly. But Holly, it's great having you here. Um, of course, you were a student at Ohio State and graduated just this past year. You're now into this new role. You know, just kind of talk about it, what that's been like, and how the semester's really been for you so far. Yeah, so ever since I started in June, I just fell in love with it even more. And the crazy thing is, I didn't even know anything about video production until my senior year <laughs> at Ohio State. And I give a big shout out to um, Nicole Kraft. She kind of introduced me to this stuff and gave me the contacts that I needed, the experience that I needed. So, I mean, I love that woman. She's amazing, <laughs> and I can't thank her enough. But basically, I just showed up to everything. You know, sports and society was huge in my senior year. Every meeting I made sure to go to, even if it was something I didn't know about or wasn't interested in, interested in just getting my name out there, showing, you know, my face and introducing myself. That was huge to them, and just gaining all those connections really kind of set the tone for what I want to do um, when I'm older and every week it seemed like I was getting more familiar with the video production as I was working um, for the Big Ten plus my senior year. I actually started in September so my first game was women's ice hockey and that's our little setup under the bleachers. (laughs) (laughs) That it's a cool little setup. I got to work it last year as well. It's it's cool how like condensed it is but like you realize like that whole production goes underneath. It's just really cool to see. Yeah and shout out to Nadine because she paid like gave us a budget and said I want our stream to be good so now we have all that good stuff down there. And it was the perfect setup to start my first day because you know the Cavelli stuff is huge compared oh, yeah. to that. So oh, just yeah. starting small and working <laughs> and my way up. A nice little way to ease your way into it a little bit. Exactly. Uh, Holly, you mentioned that like you said uh, beginning of la- or beginning of your senior semester, you had like almost no idea like about this. Uh, of course, now you have that title as the assistant production manager. So kind of talk about at the very beginning when you first started, what exactly did you do? Um, you said, of course, like you want to do as much as possible in terms of showing up, but what exactly did you do from the first couple of shifts that you worked with Big Ten Plus? Yeah, so the first shift, um, like I said, was women's ice hockey, but once the other winter sports started coming in, thankfully it was basketball season, which I would say is my favorite sport to watch and work. Just because when you grow up watching a sport, you understand like the rhythm of it, watching it on TV, like you know what shots coming next. 
So I think they saw my interest really grow with basketball season, and they noticed like, wow, this girl really is <laughs> liking this stuff, and she's good at it. And so I made sure to ask for feedback as soon as the shift ended and kind of during the game, like, oh, was that a good replay? What should I do to make it better? Um, just little stuff to make sure that I'm learning as well as getting better every shift, and they really noticed that. So Definitely, definitely. And, you know, you said, of course, like, you kind of just got into it. What really drew your interest, I guess, to it? Um, of course, you're saying, like, senior so your senior years when you kind of really honed in on it, uh, kind of focused on it, but what really gave you that general interest to, you know, at least try it for the first time? So when we had the meeting with Nicole's class where we walked through, gave a tour and everything, when I first saw this stuff, I was like a deer in headlights, but then once I actually watched a production, I was like, oh, they're literally watching sports <laughs> while working. <laughs> like, it was awesome to me. And also my major is new media communication, so hearing all the communication that's going on from the director, camera operators, um, workers in Chicago on their Big Ten line talking to us, I realized I can put the two things together, communication and sports, and media that I was learning more about and just like make it a career, so that was amazing to me. I love to hear that, and of course you've done a great job so far. Of course we've gotten to work a couple games together mm -hmm. so far already this semester, but having that producer role, uh, most recently now you've done soccer, volleyball this year, but now coming into basketball season, what does that role kind of look like for you um, in terms of say it's a Monday night, you know there's going to be a basketball game. What does kind of your day look like leading up to the game, during the game, and kind of after with the whole production side? Yeah, so definitely I arrive around 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. just so I can get some office work done, you know, answer emails, uh, drink my coffee. <laughs> you have to. It's an essential. It really is an essential these days. Exactly, <laughs> especially when it gets cold out. you got to wake up. But... Yeah, after I get some emails done, I actually check the schedule to see, okay, which students are working again, just to um, refresh my memory. And I'm a big post-its girl, so I will just write everything down so I don't forget, and I'll write down the shift position. So I'm like, okay, when, for example, Cole walks in, he's doing play-by-play. -play. So make sure that you're ready to assist him whatever he needs, and then who's running camera one, who's running camera two, who do I need to train, because a lot of times we have students come shadow, so I make sure to create a pregame checklist so I can spend a lot of time training the new students and just giving them that attention so they don't feel like they're just kind of sitting there wasting time. And then when lunch comes around, I'll just take a break just to relax and then around 4.30 is when the students will show up. So I'll make sure to set up everything before they get there so that they're not scrambling around. And also we have a tech and a production fax, which you're probably familiar with. We have to test everything to Chicago, send them our cameras, replays, graphics that we're using, and we have the talent test their audio. And to make sure they're good on their end, I make sure to do that at least like one and a half hours, two hours before the show because, you know, they have a million things going on over there. So, and then obviously when the game's going, we're doing that. And then post-game is where we kind of just wrap everything up. So I meet the students at the venue and then clean up everything, um, do a little post-production meeting. I like to give feedback to them so they know right away, like, hey, you did awesome tonight. Here's what you did great in. Here's what you might want to work on for next time and kind of future games to sign up because we always want to recruit more students. 
and then I will do a little office work at the end. I upload all the footage and something this year I'm trying to do is make sure people have access to their footage because this stuff is so important to keep, not even for memories, but like resumes or portfolios. Like all the students, especially in SGSR, are like doing amazing things for us and you guys need to have these memories. Um, just to like show it off, like you're in college calling these games, it's amazing. So I try to give everyone access to what they do here. So I do that at the end and then I go home. That's awesome. And from my perspective, while that does sound fantastic, that sounds like a lot. I'm, <laughs> I have to imagine by the end of the day, you must be a little exhausted. Like, all right, can't wait to get home, get in bed, mm-hmm. kind of relax a little bit. But no, that's really awesome to hear. And, you know, I think people... Uh, of course, you know, specifically just viewers of any sporting event, they kind of forget about that, you know. They hear the, you know, the talent, which is the play-by-play, the color, the sideline reporter, and what they do during the game. But, of course, not everyone realizes what goes on behind the scene. Of course, most recently, working a basketball game, there's producers, uh, people working the cameras, the scoreboards, all different graphics, stuff like that. And it's really kind of cool to see, especially since, I've started working on it a little bit now on that talent side, just the whole production that goes behind it. It's Does it kind of seem like people really don't know what goes in, into it, especially with the whole um, Chicago aspect of you guys have to constantly be in communication, relay back and forth what's kind of going on? Yeah, no, that's a great point. And Marco actually calls it the movie magic. The movie magic? <laughs> yeah, like, for example, in the soccer game, we have to hide every single cable that is going to be shown from a camera so that the viewers don't realize what's going on kind of like they want it to seem like it's just magic but also what you're saying with behind the scenes there is a lot that goes into it and i can't thank our engineer adam cope enough because i mean you know a little bit probably about xlrs and communication yeah Mm -hmm. but once you get into ethernet sdi hdmi converters, adapters, it's just a whole nother world (laughs) that I have never learned about. So this whole summer, I just kind of will follow him around one day and see what he's doing because, I mean, every game you learn something new and it's a continuous process um, trying to get everything figured out. But it's also fun and it keeps you engaged in it because you want to know, like, how does this work? But it is a lot of a lot of behind the scenes work and I'm starting to really fall in love with that. Oh well, yeah, definitely. And I'm sorry if you can hear my laptop. It sounds like it's <laughs> running on like a train <laughs> right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, you said getting more comfortable with the job and you mentioned this summer kind of learning the whole cables, wires, all that aspect. Would you definitely say, even though you said, like you said, you're learning something new every day, would you say there's a bit of a learning curve uh, from your first time doing a Big Ten Plus game to really just become, I guess, familiar with everything? Yeah, I would definitely say the biggest thing for me was taking notes because, you know, one game, I'll do everything, I'll remember it, and then the next time I go to the game, I'm like, oh no, where does this plug into? Where does this go? And so you really have to mark your steps to help because sometimes I get kind of lose my mind. (laughs) The, uh, the the men's basketball exhibition game on Tuesday, November 1st, uh, when we were wrapping up, uh, Marco uh, actually was right near the scores table, and he was taking pictures of everything. Um, I'm like, Marco, you know, like, 
And they're like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, you know, we had such a, we had a little problem the last time we tried it. So having that mental note and that picture now really puts in perspective how everything will be and how I want it. It looks good. It looks perfect. So that's a cool thing that you mentioned. Like you're taking notes constantly of how to improve and what to do. Uh, you know, my next kind of question was, how does the um, productions look from sport to, from sport, to sport? Um, I know for the most part, you guys are set up in the Cavelli Center. So how does that look and how's the show almost different in terms of, you know, doing a soccer game, doing a volleyball game, doing a basketball game? Do you guys look for uh, different things to really input or is it kind of like almost like a straightforward, we know like what exactly we're going to do, how we're going to like convey and just kind of, how does that really operate a little bit? Yeah, so as you know, we have so many facilities here, so we're kind of bouncing around around the whole campus. But it just depends on the sport. So obviously basketball, you're going to want those close-up shots under the basket. But for soccer, you're going to want more of like a wide, maybe a goal cam to get those. We always strive to have three cameras. So we'll have one camera just be in the game camera. Camera two is catching tight hero shots, you know, for the replay. Just a more close-up look for the viewers to see the play again. And then camera three is like our fun camera. It catches like <laughs> really zoomed in shots, the on the court stuff, on the field. So everyone's kind of falling in love with that camera. But thankfully we have a whole system, it's actually called a Viper, that connects any facility on the campus except for softball and women's ice hockey back to the Cavelli Center. Wow, okay. So, so yeah, so everything except for those two sports we produce from the Cavelli Center control room there. Wow. And I couldn't tell you how that works, <laughs> but it does, and I'm thankful it, it for just, it. It just works. It just works. And that, of course, makes your life probably a little easier mm-hmm. having Cavelli. Um, I saw it last semester as well. So how, of course, you mentioned um, women's ice hockey. You guys are underneath um, underneath the arena a little bit, underneath the crowd and under the bleachers. How does softball work? Um, I think I know a little bit, but for the viewers, you guys are kind of right there on the action as well, right with the talent. So how does that kind of work, and how does everyone kind of manage being in like almost a small booth that Ohio State has? Yeah, softball is interesting, but I almost love it because we're all in the same room. It's like our own little room, <laughs> and it's nice being next to the talent because I can easily just be like, hey, what do you want to highlight? What do you want to do next? And especially with communication, you know that's huge. And it's also cool because the field is right there. So oh, it's, yeah. it's really pretty, especially when they have fireworks on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Softball games are fun. Softball games are really fun. Like you said, you are right there on top of the action. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to see from that point of view. Um, just kind of talking about you had such a good time since you've joined full-time now. What's kind of been those really cool moments for you from the beginning of the semester to where we are now? I would definitely say the football season has been very eye-opening. Just being there on the field during pregame, you know, following around the Big Ten people, helping them with lighting or just making sure their shot is good. It's kind of a full circle moment for me because, you know, I grew up watching sports and everything, but actually being there and being on the field, you know, interviewing Coach Day and the other coach, whoever we play, it's just like you look up and it's just a full circle and it's a blessing, honestly. It's been awesome. And even just being, you know, more of that teacher role, because that was one of the things that I was kind of um, struggling with when I got hired, because I'm like, I just graduated. And now <laughs> I have to teach people who are kind of the same age as me. It's a little weird. 
but I'm getting a lot better, so that's exciting too. That definitely makes sense. And have you feel like you've grown more comfortable now in that sort of teaching role ever since? Like I, I couldn't imagine just graduated, just got the job, like oh, right, teach people as well. Now I'm like I'm still like kind of, kind of coming into it as my own, but. You know, how's that whole experience been in just terms of, you know, kind of showing the others the rope? Have people been really great about learning things, picking up as quickly as you have so far? Yeah, our crew is awesome. They listen so well, and they're very respectful and humble towards me. And they know that I'm still learning as well. So if there's something that, you know, I might not have a good answer to, they're very understanding. And that's just, it makes it so much better. Because I was a little nervous, um, you know, because I don't like authority, you know, harping on people. So it's a great energy between us, um, which has been good. Definitely. And Holly, you've done a fantastic job. You, the entire crew, Marco, has done a great job uh, since you have started this past summer and just growing more comfortable every every day. Um, you're almost like a really perfect example of being able to come into this industry, uh, just kind of picking up and kind of running with it. So for any advice from uh, college students as freshmen or students that are now seniors where you were, what's your biggest advice of like, hey, just go out there, kind of go for it, just like almost you did? Yeah, I would definitely say shadow show up to anything and everything that has a little bit of interest in what you want to do. And like you said, for freshmen, they're coming in here, they don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I started as graphic design and I feel like that's kind of what a lot of people start with and you know it just wasn't for me and so I just you know showed up at stuff and also stayed on Twitter and gained my connections more and reached out to people kind of just keeping that open connection and welcoming for anybody who you know might be doing something I want you can ask anybody can I please shadow you can I please <laughs> come meet you I mean the worst thing they can say is no right definitely yeah and so I think just being present and spending your time on productive stuff because there's so many moments where you can just be on your phone like in college this is the time where you're around the most people who can help you find what you want to do so really take advantage of that and just take it day by day and you'll make it I promise Oh, definitely. And even now with Big Ten Plus, um, just kind of talking about the different opportunities that you've had with it, of course, all the games here at Ohio State, but also freelancing with the Columbus Blue Jackets as well. It's just like another step in the door. So, I, you know, I guess my last question will be for you. You kind of hit on it, but why are these opportunities so important now for college students to really keep on growing? And you never know by saying yes or yes to this, yes to that, another door might open to where it has for you so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to answer that, I would definitely say Ohio State opens the door for everything. I mean, like you said, the Blue Jackets. Once Marco kind of gave me that connection, I realized the Columbus Blue Jackets, that is a professional team. <laughs> I could go work at the Cavs. Like, that's my dream is to be, you know, working for like an NBA team, basketball team. And you can do it if you gain the right connections and meet the right people and show them that you're interested in your skills. I mean, it's insane because it just all comes full circle. Yeah, I, I don't really remember what 
the question was. <laughs> you got sidetracked talking about it, but it's just you you hit on it. Um, okay. The opportunities that like, can really open up. Mm-hmm. Like you said, uh, you came in your senior year, you worked the first couple of shifts, and you kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you grew the experience, and you're still learning every single day, but now you're in this Big Ten Plus assistant production manager role with Ohio State. Because of that, it's open lanes to the Columbus Blue Jackets, like you said, a professional hockey team. You said it. That's, that's crazy here. You see, hear that professional aspect. Uh, it's crazy here. And like you said, one day maybe you want to work for a professional basketball team. It's, these are the steps. These are the avenues that you can take right now here at the college level and to get where you are. And you're still growing every day, but that's what students can do here at Ohio State through Big Ten Plus. Exactly. We that. <laughs> but, Holly, I really appreciate you coming on the intersection today. Um, it's always great insight to learn uh, just from the student level what students can do uh, and it's in any field here at Ohio State whether it's the sports world in terms of communication, journalism, broadcasting and production behind the scenes. So many different opportunities that it provides and I'm glad that you've been a great example so far for even just like you said last year you're just learning the ropes and now look at you now assistant production manager. It's it's really cool that scene where you've been able to go from here. And once again, just I really appreciate you giving the insight. Yeah, you're welcome. It was awesome being on here. I appreciate having me. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you again, Holly, so much. Yeah. Again, a big thank you to Holly Wintrain for coming on this week's Intersection podcast. She does great things at Ohio State. I was really happy to have her on. But again, Friday, November 4th. We'll see you next week when we have Connie Carberg, who is the first female NFL scout with the Jets in the late 70s is a great show we're going to have for you next week and we hope you all can tune in but for now I'm Cole Input, and we'll see you next time